Welcome to Don't Tell Mama, where we spill the sweet tea on all things Southern. I'm Mandy. I'm Leah. I'm Katie. And you're listening to Don't Tell Mama. to our following episode. This week we're talking about our personal interactions with the spirit world and how to following during a pandemic. <laughs> so <laughs> what is y'all's favorite Halloween candy? Let's start there. Oh, that's so hard. Ooh, that's a hard one. Okay, I will choose a hard candy. I will choose um, candy apple, no, caramel apple pops. Caramel apple pops will have to be my favorite Halloween candy. Oh, those are good. I, I love candy corn, but specifically the harvest candy corn, so the chocolate version, um, which is very, I know, very, like, controversial. Not everybody enjoys candy corn. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say that one. That's one of my favorites, although I have many. Yes, I definitely love the candy corn, any candy corn. And I also like Reese's Pumpkins. Oh, Reese's Pumpkins are good. My favorite chocolate, like little candy bar is probably a Twix. A Twix? Yeah, I like little Twix minis. Mm, Any Reese's, uh, the little pumpkins are great. Candy corn is great. I love the like home baked goods, like the the popcorn with the candy corn fingertips, like in a in a handbag, you know, or like a glove. You know what yes. I mean? Like the gloves with the popcorn in them. And then um, any kind of uh, like goofy Halloween treat where it's like the spider cookies and um, oh yeah, or the I witch's mean, hats. With yes. Yes, those are cute. I made mummy brownies one year. Those were fun. I took like cream cheese icing and just drizzled it over the top and then put eyes on them. They were really cute. Yeah. Are any of y'all putting up Halloween decorations? My apartment is all decked out for fall. Uh, Living in Arizona, I just, I have to will (laughs) fall to come with every bone in my body. So I immediately put out all these like leaves and pumpkins. My, I think my house has like 20 pumpkins in it, right? My husband's going to ban me from going to Trader Joe's to buy them. Um, I, need to count, <laughs> I need you to count the amount of pumpkins you have in your house. Oh, <laughs> oh, Maybe God. not right now, but. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mandy? Uh, have you decorated yet? No, not yet. I have stuff here and there. And me and Ed's house is usually the Halloween house in the neighborhood. Y'all know what I'm talking about. That house where they go all out. Like one year we had a giant spider's web. We have a cemetery. And actually my poor husband, Ed, today was like, let's put out Halloween. And I was exhausted from teaching all night. And I was like, "Uh." (laughs) and so I don't know when Halloween's coming up at our house. I am ready for Halloween, but it just was a struggle today. So I, uh, maybe this week I'll get in the mood and pull like all my pumpkins. I have probably about five or six pumpkins around. Nice. I want to go to a pumpkin patch and pick the perfect pumpkin. Well, y'all know on the Gulf Coast, ours are kind of, ours are kind of a little disappointing because they come from somewhere else because we cannot grow pumpkins in South Mississippi very well. Right. So they, they're just like pumpkins sat on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not like very impressive. (laughs) It's like a fall it's like the essence of fall is there but the full fall effect is not 
you know, like it's, it's not in full bloom in the South. It's like everything gets real muddy, real brown, real quick. <laughs> I don't know. But then we start getting those foggy evenings and foggy evenings when you look and see the, you know, moss hanging from the oak trees and it gets pretty spooky. So speaking of spooky this week, I put out the haunted books for the library I work for. I work at a local history library and we have books that are haunted. They are, they were donated a while back and the people who donated them said that a woman in white with dark hair plagued them after they acquired these books. What? Really old and spooky from like the 1800s like they were kids textbooks so you have kids drawings in them and doodles and like flowers pressed in them and hairpins oh my gosh and they are definitely spooky you have to handle them with gloves I handle them with gloves anyway because I don't want that juju but (laughs) you're saying that once you are given these books that like this lady in white started haunting the library I have not seen none of us have seen the lady in white in the library we wonder if because the books are in a safe place, because we have a temperature climate controlled space that is also fire safe for archival material, that maybe oh she's satisfied or something. She's settled. She's in she's a settled, settled a little bit. Not because we, no, we are not comfortable. Okay. Got it. Have so you we, ever seen a ghost, Mandy? Oh, yes. That's what we're talking about today. <laughs> I've had <laughs> several haunting experiences. Oh, my gosh. Are we ready for this? I yes, don't I know. Ready. So, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so okay, so here's the first Brace question. Yourselves. How many of us, out of the three of us, have actually seen a ghost? I definitely have. I definitely have, even though I'm still not sure if I believe in them. Does the does the cat in Charlotte or in Charleston count? The cat in Charleston? Oh, from oh, the picture. I would yeah. say that counts. Okay, then I have two. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that later. Savannah. Yeah. Savannah. Okay. That's where yes. I was. Yeah, that counts. Yeah, you totally caught a picture of a, a ghost cat. Spirit cat, ghost cat, I soul cat. I have that picture. I need to look and see if I still have the ghost cat picture. I might Wait. have it in my photo stream or something. Oh, that's true. Somewhere, yeah. Like on my computer. So um. Halloween is certainly my favorite holiday by far. It's always captured my like imagination. I'm a total like moon child. I like the night. I like being a night owl. Um, my mom would put together these great Halloween parties when I was a kid with like chocolate dirt cups, you know, with the, you know, gummy worms in them dirt and we have hay rides. Yes. And it's a tradition I've taken to my adult life. Like I mentioned, we're the Halloween house. We've had some serious blowout themed Halloween parties. <laughs> like hardcore, like we made a voodoo shop out of an old house. We are in Halloween. (laughs) And I've definitely had several ghost experiences since a young age. Um, I definitely had a series of paranormal ones, of like paranormal experiences when I was working at an old elementary school. Now this is the oldest like elementary school, like I think in use still in the state. And I worked as this librarian there for about five years. And there's several times where I would be like, say working at my desk during my planning time and think someone walked in and look up and no one was there. One event we did all every year was like a sock hop for the kids to dress up in like fifties where it always like went went along with cruising the coast. And one sock hop day, I was talking to a teacher across the hall and I swore someone walked into the library, the door was propped up and I just knew like, like someone had walked in to ask me something. So I went in and there was no one in the library. Oh, wow. So certainly, certainly. Um, There's only one in. Like, I was certain. <laughs> yeah, and there was only one entrance in and out. I was certain someone had walked into the library, and no one was there. 
Uh, That's so spooky. We had a similar shared experience, Mandy, didn't we? When we were in, yes, um, it, we went to college together. Yes, we um, we saw it at the same time, yes. no doubt. So Mandy and I were in the same sorority, and our sorority had a um, a chapter room, and with a hall that connected to basically all the girls' rooms. You know, okay. and that the elevator came right up to that area where, and you could kind of see kind of out in the hallway a little bit, and the chapter room was pretty large. So Mandy. And I, with our other, another friend of ours, were sitting on the couch. It was really late at night. And most of the girls had come back from, you know, their, their Friday evening out or whatever. And um, the door to the chapter room was open, but we had the lights off. And so the only light really came from the hallway where the elevator was, right? And we were watching a movie and to the left of us was this balcony with these huge curtains, like thick curtains. And about what, like halfway through the movie, maybe we all three saw a shadow pass from behind us, behind us from right to left. We literally closely. Yes. Very close. All three of us turned our head at the same time. Mm Mm-hmm. I automatically assumed it was one of our sorority sisters who liked to get up and get out of bed and try and get people to go back out to like the bar with her <laughs> or something. You know, <laughs> we'd have to like put her back to bed fairly regularly. Right. So, like, no, don't be hard. This was a late. thing. It's too late. Go back to bed, sweetie. You know, <laughs> like, like we done for the night, girl. And, um, <laughs> and so like we all, and I was like, oh my gosh, is that her? And, um, I was looking behind me and I, I got up and kind of like looked around and, and, and we all kind of looked back at each other. And I was like, did you, did you guys see that? And, and both of them were, yes, totally. We all saw it. It was, we saw the exact yes, same thing. It was like, there. I couldn't explain what they saw to me. It was the uh, same thing. Oh my gosh. And not too Mandy. Yeah. It was weird. Already told me a little bit about this hall before and you know a little bit more of the history of what who you think yeah. this was right yeah they said that there was uh, well our sorority was newer like it was founded in 98 and me and leo went to usm starting in about 2003 2004 time frame yeah and supposedly it was the ghost of a of a sorority girl who was in the sorority that was in the hall before so a different sorority was there and that she was like an 80s ghost that died in a car accident basically oh. And she, um, but yeah, her name was supposedly Amanda and you could hear sometimes at nights, like, you know, movement in the hallway when no one was there and definitely always had a spooky vibe at night down the hallway. Certainly. I slept in the chapter room one night before you even, um, told me about this, about Amanda and I could not sleep the entire night because I felt like somebody else was in there with me. And it was, and that's not a feeling I get very often because I really, I mean, I scare easily, but I'm not like, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm the person that like believes in ghosts and all of this kind of stuff. I like to watch ghost hunters and make fun of it and debunk their, <laughs> their, their supposedly scientific findings. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the thing like is- the scientist in me, the rational person in me is like, this does not exist. Like, there's always an explanation, but then I've seen it. But the thing <laughs> is, but the thing is, I, I'm not a scientist and I really want to see a ghost. And I feel like my only personal ghost story is about a cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Katie, 
so what other experiences besides our Savannah cat? I mean, oh, you are kind of a witchy woman, and I think oh you have communed with the dead. In the <laughs> right. I have tried my best to commune with the dead <laughs> on several occasions. So I, I don't know if I can claim being the most witchy woman, because we do have Mandy here, but I uh, certainly appreciate um, all of those things. I, I love tarot cards. I love um, all spooky uh, spirit stories and things like that. I I love a good haunted house. <sighs> My story <laughs> is um, that I had a sleepover with friends and we had a seance one night and had collectively decided to bring back Elvis from the dead. That's Southern. <laughs> a house, house in Tupelo. Elvis had a house in Tupelo. Yeah, and you were born there. young at this point, right? You were had, what, maybe oh, like fourth grade? This is uh, middle school. This middle school? Okay, so a little. Sure. Oh, yeah. I've, I still believe in ghosts <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> as an adult. But this is something, yeah, that I love to partake in. We had a seance, and we had our little, because, you know, we were being safe. It wasn't a lit candle. It was like an electric candle with a flashlight on the, <laughs> on the side. And so we were all holding hands, being very serious and focused. Everything was very silent. We were saying our, come, you know, come to us, Elvis, talk to us. What, what do you have to say? And we go silent and all we hear are footsteps coming down the hallway. And it was my mom doing laundry at midnight and we all just like, like rushed to pretend like we were asleep. Like, shh, everything's fine. And just like turned <laughs> off the flashlights and <laughs> so no ghost there, no ghost there. Um, the other thing, the other ghost-like story I have is uh, Leah and I actually, we had um, this, what we called the haunted trail. I have no trail. clue what you're about to say. The haunted oh, trail. Okay, I know this. Okay, yes, go ahead. <laughs> the haunted trail in our backyard, and we would take people on uh, haunted uh, wagon rides, and uh, our, our neighbors, we'd take them on haunted wagon rides behind our garage, and yeah, we would just create stories as we- Tell them spooky stories while we- Exactly. Just try and scare around them. and like, yes. Oh, scare so the fun. neighborhood kids. That's yeah. it. That's my yeah. Yeah, yeah. My my uncle would totally come out the woods with a of a chainsaw like when we did the hay rides. Yes. <laughs> that happened. Yes. Um, but I guess we should tell since we mentioned it in the beginning, the uh Savannah cat story, the ghost cat yes. story. So for my um bachelorette party, um Mandy and Katie and all of my other lovely lady friends uh planned a trip for us to go to Savannah, Georgia. Um, which is such a cute little town. We really, really enjoyed being there. So many like uh, gorgeous buildings. It's just gorgeous to just like get out and walk around. Um, but so we decided history. to, yes, yeah, so much history. Yeah, because it's like got that colonial and Southern history at the same time. Exactly, exactly. Yes, so for Leah's Bachelorette, we planned a ghost tour because, you know, when in Savannah, you go on a ghost tour. There's definitely like hundreds of companies, but we certainly found the best one. It's called Ghost Talk, Ghost Walks. And our tour guide was named Jan. And shout Jan, out to Jan. She was totals, awesome. Total shout out to Jan. She is so awesome. She knows like 
all the ghost stories and she's so into it she doesn't even do, do the same tour twice like me and ed took it two different like we took it and then i took it with the girls when we went to savannah with leah and katie and everyone and she took us to different places and on leah's we stopped at a garden and she claimed that if you take enough pictures you'll get a cat in some of your pictures and it's a ghost cat and I totally caught that on camera. And I was just randomly, I think all of us ended up taking some pictures from we the did. same area. And I was the, you know, I took like three pictures in a row, I think, and only one of them actually had the kitty in it. Um, but the kitty well, was there, which was sweet, which is funny because I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> they tend to really love me for some reason. <laughs> Weren't you the only one that captured the picture of the cat that day? I guess I was. I was. Yeah. 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 She said it happens fairly regularly, though. So yeah, but we liked it because a lot of the tours were like thirty plus bucks, and this one was ten dollars. Yeah, it was just like a walk. It was excellent tour, service. It was wonderful. Excellent. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, and this Halloween is like all strange because of you know COVID and you know social distancing. So how are y'all going to celebrate Halloween this year? Um, actually, we have an area close by here. It's, it's, a, it's kind of a, a city park where, and it has a lake added and there's these big grassy open areas. I live in a desert, so it's not like we have a ton of trees everywhere. Um, so we have big grassy areas, which are nice. And so all of our friends um, are going to bring our own picnic blankets and we're going to have a social distance picnic party um, we love to throw Halloween parties here. We've I've kind of taken up the mantle now that um, I don't live close to Mandy and I can't attend her parties. Um, uh. So I've become, I, we've tried to become the party house, my husband and I, and um, a friend of ours really told us how much they were missing um, that kind of social interaction. And I think that trying to find ways right now um, to safely get together is is really important for everybody's like mental health and just that socialization and you get really used to not socializing if you haven't gotten to for a while and sometimes it can be a little bit of a push to get back out there but um I'm really excited about the party we're all gonna have different blankets and socially distanced like six feet apart and it's out in the open and it's um it's gonna be a lot of fun we're gonna bring food and um, but now I make mine super cute, you know, um, pumpkins, we might have like a pumpkin con uh, like contest, you know what I mean? Or something like that. Um, I'm going to make a Halloween charcuterie board and it's going to be, it's going to be super fun. <laughs> yeah. I definitely second the Halloween charcuterie board. I was not planning on doing anything. Like I actually was considering like leaving the house and like turning my lights off and not like pr having like trick-or-treaters and which is funny because when I moved into my neighborhood I was so excited about having trick-or-treaters because I never grew up in a neighborhood neighborhood yeah and you guys have a lot and we get a lot yeah. but people have just gotten so rude over the years that oh, it's no. just not the same anymore but I've decided like I do need to do like we were talking about I needed to have some like social socialization so I'm thinking about doing a very small Halloween cocktail Nice. I love it. Charcuterie would be like a meat and cheese and like a little appetizer. Mm -hmm. I thought it'd be fun to do Thank a candy, so like fun. a candy spread too. I found some really cute ones on Pinterest. Oh, yeah. that's cute. That's really love fun. that idea. Mm -hmm. Even adults like candy. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Katie? Do you have any plans? Or are you guys just chilling? We will definitely be chilling inside. Um, it should be pretty cold about that time. Oh yeah, um, that's true. 
I won't be trick-or-treating whatsoever this year. I don't believe I will be going to any parties. I think what we're going to do is have a night in and have our own, like, a spooky uh, feature, right? So we're going to watch some spooky movies, eat some candy, maybe uh, make our own popcorn and um, just have a good night, a chill night. So. I love that. That sounds really fun. Maybe yeah, drink a festive, a festive beverage a festive fall beverage <laughs> oh yes that's, that's definitely going to happen festive yeah. fall beverages are Cheers. are important oh yeah I can talk about fall forever so I recommend maybe we should keep talking about this in our following episode in the beginning like of November all things fall for the first week of November happy um, fall y'all for our first episode of November I mean yes happy fall happy fall, fall. all day fall all month Follow. Celebrate Halloween. Don't don't be shy. Think of a way to do it safely. Yes. There you go. Wear your masks and Halloween masks. <laughs> Double up. <laughs> Thank you all for listening again. Um, we definitely put our hearts into this episode and all of our episodes. So tune in next week um, for another episode of Don't Tell Momo, where we will discuss all things fall. For more stories and all things Southern, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcast or wherever you find your podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and other social media platforms at Don't Tell Momo. We would like to give a big thank you to David Sewell for the original music. Thank you to all of our Momos who have inspired us along the way. And thank you to Anchor for your incredibly user-friendly site. 